This is Daily Politics. Here we look into the ins and outs of everything Kenyan politics. We pull no punches and have no reason to sugarcoat anything that matters to Kenyans. Today, you're joined by Rosalind Obala, political editor, NTV, and I'm joined by... Uh, Gush Ndongo, editor, Saturday Nation. And I'm back, I'm Oliver Madenge from uh, NTV, multimedia editor. Welcome back, Oliver. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> and we are happy to have you on set. Yeah, it, it, it's Nairobi. Nairobi is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> is it the weather? No, no, it's, it's, it's street food. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that again. Uh, welcome, uh, gentlemen. Today again, uh, we want to dissect uh, the politics of this country. Uh, we just uh, 54 days to the general election. And let us go to these institutions that are tasked uh, with the work of clearing our candidates. Uh, in the past days, we've been having issues of people not having the right papers and being cleared by IBC and others, their clearance being revoked. Let us start on that note. What is happening in Nairobi? Well, other than my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver has become soft. How do you yeah, I don't know what I ate, but uh, yeah, other we, than my stomach, I think we. We wish you recovery. <laughs> I, I think uh, we've seen today uh, Nairobi Senator Johnson Sakaja. His degree apparently was uh, revoked by uh, the Commission of uh, University Education, which had cleared the degree, mm. which uh, leads me to the question: uh, Our institution serious? If these people are the same people who had confirmed. Yes. And we've seen the letters that even Sakaja himself has produced, yes. uh, showing that uh, this commission of higher education wrote to Uganda, and Uganda uh, replied, replied yes. to their yes. counterparts in Uganda, and they replied mm -hmm. with an affirmation that this degree is actually genuine. Yes. So, what has changed mm. between then and now, or mm -hmm. between the last in the last 24 hours? Because we saw the same thing happening with uh, at the University of Nairobi yesterday. Mm -hmm. In the morning, Sakaja was in the list of alumni. <laughs> alumni <laughs> with, with a picture. With a picture. Yes. With even the the time he graduated, yes. when he was in school, mm -hmm. then uh, within minutes it was changed, removing yes. that he was graduated. Another they did another edit. Yes. And eventually they removed him totally. So our institution is serious about what how they are working on how they are operating because for me, yes, uh, I. While I would fault Sakaja for keeping his uh, education a mystery, yes. at the same time, I would want to think that this institution should have actually done their work mm. to ensure that nothing is in question. Because uh, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's, Sakaja cannot clear himself. He has to be cleared by somebody, yes. Yeah, mm. and he got the clearance from the Commission of University uh, Commission of uh, of University Education, uh, the quality, the academic quality. What is it called? Uh, that Kenya the National the Qualification, qualification uh, authority. something authority. Yes. Uh, and IBC mm. was satisfied with this information. Yes. Uh, in fact, I think uh, the war and uh, the competency or lack of it. Yes. Uh, among institutions <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't start now because. First and foremost, um, the Kenya National Qualification Authority, I think, by law, yes. was the one that was supposed to have 
been clearing these guys. Yes. But then a fight broke out between CUE, yes. the Commissioner for University Education, yes. and uh, Kenya National Quality, uh, what do you call it? The Kenya, Kenya, the Kenya National Qualification Authority. Authority. Over yes. who should? So mm. already actually I think uh, there, are, there are fights between the two institutions in the first place yes. on who should clear because Kenya National Qualification Authority should have a bank of yes. everybody who has a certificate mm. and from which institutions exactly. all institutions are supposed to share yes uh, and and, and all, i think at, those, at, at uh, some point they had degrees. signed they had signed a name you with uh, ibc yes. to just help them to to do a background check on the the papers that we have mm-hmm. because remember this is not the first time that we are having these issues of uh, papers Fake degrees. Uh, questionable papers yes. it started in 2013 mm-hmm. we had issues in 2017 yes. at one point we even had a case that actually went up to the Supreme Court. Yes. And the Supreme Court pronounced itself on the same that not just any institution can purport to actually declare and confirm authenticity of a degree. document mm. unless they are the institutions that are bestowed. Mm. And I think that is what now brings us back to where Oliver started. Is it that our institutions have been politicized and they are not doing what they're supposed to do? Or what are we being treated to? Because uh, the law is very clear. If you are going for a governor, you are going for a deputy governor, you're going for a president position or a deputy president, you must have a degree. I think the other bigger question is, what is the process of verifying a degree? Yes. Is it just that you write to a university in Uganda? Yes. They tell you, uh, they even write back, I don't know whether it's by email or a PO box yes. or courier, mm. that this guy attended mm. or does a CUE normally ask for transcripts, yes. graduation lists, yes. or is it just that when they're told, ah, Oliver Mathenge uh, went to the University of Switzerland, yes. they write a letter to the University of Switzerland mm. and the University of Switzerland tells them, eh, Oliver Mazenga was here from mm. this year to this year. Do they mm. ask for anything else? Because the CUE cannot make Kenyans on Twitter and mm. Facebook users. Mm. They are investigators. Exactly. Because they, I mean, they, they started uh, revoking <laughs> this thing. You uh, know. Uh, after the noise. <laughs> after the noise. I mean, they're supposed to be the investigators. It's not yeah. Kenyans on Twitter or Gava or Azimio bloggers yes, like yes. Alai who should actually be the ones <laughs> doing a better job the, than, the, uh, than, than guys we pay. Than guys we pay and, and, and with that, taxpayers and, and that begs the question that in in the in the past and even if you talk to our parents and our great parents they'll tell you that uh, the graduation was a ceremony mm. where you'll actually go and bring the entire village yes. to come and celebrate your success of late the people who actually graduate in absentia they mm-hmm. don't even go for that graduation yeah, some true. are not even able to afford a gown yes. and i've seen people sharing gowns to confirm i went to school there are others who don't actually attend the ceremony but when you get the graduation booklet their names their are, name, there. Their names are there and there are also those names that are actually are always on a Mm-hmm. So they might not be in the booklet, but they are read during the graduation and you find them in the addendum. So at what point will you say that this person did not graduate? If the person maybe just has the transcripts and not the, the certificate, then you can say there are their question marks. But where there are actually transcripts and then there is a certificate and there's also the graduation document because every institution keeps the record of their students. And, and, and further, mm-hmm. furthermore, I doubt that the commission of higher education in uganda yes can just write to confirm yes an issue of this magnitude mm-hmm. just to save someone's uh, 
Backside. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I, it's also the credibility, the credibility of, that of that institution. Yes, mm. because so it's it that I, we, we are so having people who have not studied. So me, I won't blame, I can't even blame the Ugandans. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll blame the Kenyan institutions yes. and Sakaja himself. Mm. Yes, I think Sakaja cannot escape blame because also, <laughs> mm. I mean, dude, you knew you were running for governor yes, yes. a long and, and, time and ago. And it is and a requirement. It's a requirement. It's not yeah. a new thing. You yeah. knew you are going to uh, to require a degree mm. exactly. when running for governor. Mm. So why subject us to all these drama saracas? You could have just defended your seat. Mm. But if, on the other hand, maybe Sakaja is right, uh, that it is a deep state mm. that is influencing this, mm. then it means I think our institutions need to be need to be to be checked. Mm. But I have a feeling Sakaja has also. Uh, uh, I mean, is has, has to take a blame, has to take a hit for this. Yeah, because yes, how do you go from UON <laughs> to Teams Kampala? This is the first time we've heard about yes, it. But at the end of the day, mm. I think for me, the most critical issue in this one, uh, uh, the Commission on University Education, uh, any other institution. Yes. Must must ensure that they are beyond reproach when it comes to an election. Yes. yes. I think we should not allow people to manipulate institutions. Institutions. Uh, that's the highest. Actually, for me, manipulation of institution is the highest level of corruption that we have in this country. But and but but even as we look at this, the question we need to ask ourselves is that we are finding ourselves where we were in 2013. There are governors who have actually served and served a second term with that burden of proving whether they had degrees or not. Mm. Now, here is a case that we are going to the third elections that candidates who are running for governor and those who are running for president are required to be degree holders. Surely, if I'm harboring ambitions to run as a governor or a president, I will look at what are the requirements for this position. I will not just wake up because I don't think anybody running for this position just woke up and say, so now where I am, I think I'm best suited for this job. When people have ambition, and for me, my question will be to those who are running for these positions and are not having the requisite documents. Did they just wake up and realize that they need those documents? And if not, then where is this game? Are we weaponizing our institution? or not yeah. i don't i don't think it's a, it's it's a matter of uh, whether they knew it or not it's just a matter of wh- why are we playing games mm. with yes. kenyan voters yes because this matter me for me i'm i'm still on that uh, co- commission of uh, university education mm. how do you approve a degree and wake up the following day and disapprove, and disapprove it. <laughs> just and be- realize. Yeah, just because mm. people are making noise on social media and there are some information that you've gotten from social media that, and you use that information to... But, but, but actually it shows that there was no investigation. Like, like I'm asking, exactly. how do they go... How, what is the process of approving a degree? Approving Maybe that is what they should tell us. Eh? I think that is a question we need to ask. What is the entire process? But again, mm. even IBC is not innocent in this. Remember, they had given a timeline for all uh, parties to present documents of their, uh, their various uh, aspirants. The reason was to do a background check with the various Chapter 6 institutions. Mm. And that included the Commission on, on, on Education. That included DPP and the other institutions, including EA. So it beats no logic that with the, these documents were submitted before the candidates appeared before IBC, only for now when they are appearing, then issues are now coming up surrounding their qualifications. Uh, maybe as we wind up, I don't know you guys, uh, what, is, what are Sakaja's options? 
<laughs> That's a tall one. <laughs> Because I mean IBC no, no, has to follow yeah. CUE. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you see at the end of the day uh Sakaja can use the courts. Mm-hmm. Uh he can still go to the courts. We had situations in the previous elections where people after the dispute tribunal has made a decision. Yes. You can go to the high court. To the yes. high court, yes. Uh, because you see actually in our constitutional setting the high court is the first constitutional Court. Yes, yes yes yeah so i think he has that option and that is an option he can take but for me even more importantly is for him to come clear and actually address that elephant in the room mm-hmm. uh, i think sakaja owes it to his supporters and uh, owes it to kenyans who have yes. believed in him yes uh, remember sakaja successfully petitioned the appointment of former odaya <laughs> yes. very one boy very one boy on the grounds that she did not have a degree mm. and the age also issue came up yeah now if he was able to do that we also need to hold him to account did he have the papers at that particular time mm. yeah anyway uh moving on uh, to kenya kwanza uh sakaja is also from kenya kwanza and probably he <laughs> it's a, I, the D, the dp has uh, postponed the Nairobi Economic Forum. Yes. Uh, I think twice now. Yes. Uh, which uh, has been unexplained. I am not sure why this has happened. And uh, the nation uh, yesterday had a very good story about the 100 days mm-hmm. and uh, from both sides and mm-hmm. uh, all that. But my question now uh, to you guys uh, today uh, because for me I look at the what he has been doing this economic forums as a, a new chapter in the Kenyan politics where we this is the first time we have seen the sort of town halls uh town hall meetings in terms of an election as has happened a lot in the US and the UK actually and uh, this is the first time you've seen it does it make a difference does it help the candidate to actually uh, understand the issues of uh, the people that uh, he's asking votes from and does it also help the voters understand the candidate's perspective i think it's a yes and no uh, answer mm-hmm. yes being that uh, of course when you're out there with the people yes. uh quote unquote the people because uh, i'll come to that <laughs> <laughs> i'll qualify why i'm quoting the people <laughs> when you're out there with the people on those economic social forums eh, mm-hmm. you're able to digress digest and actually see what issues are really affecting the people down there because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes i think as a leader especially of a stature or even any other uh, leader out here who we are funding a lot of money to keep in office yes. is that you tend to uh, wake up uh, in the morning uh, you are you are your clothes are there yes. well ironed your yes. breakfast is made you go into the gym you drive you, mm-hmm. you tend to be out of touch yes. with the people yes. with the issues facing the people mm-hmm. and you may have as you said before mm-hmm. you may have grown up poor yes. but uh, money makes uh, memories fade yes, yes. <laughs> so you may have forgotten how it feels to be poor mm-hmm. so i think on one hand those economic forums can help him um, get in touch with the quote unquote what is happening to the people yeah. yes. the other side the, and the reason why i use a, a disclaimer on the word people is because sometimes mm-hmm. The people attending those economic forums are also carefully chosen yes. especially in a town hall setting mm. because you don't want an embarrassment mm. as a leader so you find that those MPs aspirants yeah. and other guys uh, the guys who share ideologies yeah. are the ones chosen to come and speak 
in those uh, uh, forums. Yes. So unless you have a slip up of two, <laughs> like the guy, like the Kenya Kwisha lady. <laughs> so unless yes. you have slip ups or two, you find yes. that most of the people who attend yes. the the forums are the converted. So basically, <laughs> you'll be preaching to the converted, converted, and you'll be hearing gospel from people who share your gospel. So the risk is that you may f- you may hear regurgitation yes. every time you go. You don't yep. hear something new because uh, the are voices the are the same. Yeah. It's yes. your supporters coming to tell you what they want mm-hmm. based on what you had told them you want. Yeah. <laughs> so it becomes a cyclical circle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for me, if I look at it, I think I want to bring the scenario of the Building Bridges Initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenyan politics have been. Uh, structured around individuals yeah. and regions, mm-hmm. uh, the ethnic balkanization and all that. Mm-hmm. And we saw during the BBI process where we were having the regional caucuses, yeah. where they were collecting views. Mm-hmm. Now, if those views um, were condensed into the views of the public, I don't think so. Because at the end of the day, when the document came out, that is a proposed amendment to the constitution, there were issues that that structure what had been crafted in the bill was not what the people had said in the region so are, are you so saying are you saying are you saying that uh, people should i'm building my case i'm building i'm building on, my case on, on that <laughs> june we should expect something different <laughs> from yes so so i'm building my case that yeah. going by the scenario and what we saw with the bbi process where even some of the technical people, the, the advisory committee actually disowned the bill that, yeah. that finally was uh, drafted. Yeah. We might have a scenario of the same. And just building on what Ngushu you've said, that we've been meeting the same people. Remember, the people convening these meetings are politicians. Yes. Mm-hmm. So first, it is their interest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Second, it has to be people who speak their language. Mm-hmm. The people who will propagate their interests. Yes. So you, it is very hard for you to get voices that differ in those meetings. So by the time those people come for those economic forums, they already have a template. This is what we want. This is what we are looking up to. But if maybe the DP will go into a Kamukunji or somewhere where it's a random meeting, a random meeting. I random think rally, yes. the mm-hmm. responses will be very different from what he's getting now. Yeah. And remember now it's a, a repeat process. He started with the regions and I think he has completed all the regions. And now I think he's repeating the same to just get to know. If this will condense into his manifesto on June 30th, we are waiting to see. Yeah, okay. but but at the same time, I, I, I think for me, uh, I think it's a new way of doing politics in Kenya, which I think for the future of this country yes. is something that we need. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we know that the constitution requires public, public participation. participation. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, I think this is something that now should be expanded. And I hope with Kenya Kwanza, uh, if they, they are lucky enough to to win this election. You know, you never know. You yes, know yes, it, yes. All these things, it's like, a, it's, that's why it's called a ballot. Yes. Yes. Because you see, even in betting, you ballot. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I think Kenya Kwanza mm-hmm. uh, should, if they get, especially to control parliament, Yes. I think this is something that they should extend mm-hmm. to the making of laws and policies and in policies, this country. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think there's no harm in having your supporters come together mm-hmm. and uh, tell you what they want. Yes. yes. You see, and if this kind of public participation is something that we can ca- encourage, mm-hmm. uh, 
it's something that uh, will help us in the, not in a situation where people have a whole month to uh, to give their views on the budget yes. but they don't do it then when the budget comes out they we start all start complaining. crying yes 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 you know yes. Uh, and i think uh, uh, maybe is something that should be also taken to to counties uh, and replicated at the county level yeah. if whether they win the the national government or not mm. i'm sure they will win a few counties yes. and mm. they will control a few counties mm. uh, in their strongholds yes. so maybe even if they don't get the national mm. uh, they can replicate that in the in the counties mm. and talking of counties wow uh, breaking news very interesting news <laughs> uh, lady and gentlemen that uh, charity ngilu Uh, is stepping down and the man to announce it all is Raila Odinga. Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> are you sure she'll uh, take that big gamble? I, I think Raila, I don't think Raila Odinga can go to announce announce her stepping down yes. without yeah. some sort of a deal because mm. that would practically finish her and I don't think Raila would want to finish an ally. But but like we, we, so we, we the we, question we, will we be all, we, we also it coming. Yes. How, how do I mean what do you mean we saw it coming? What are the things <laughs> things Once Kalonzo got back to Azimio. Yes. yes. Kalonzo had to stamp his authority as the Kamba Kimpi. Yes. And there was no way he was going to share that platform with Ngilu. You see, can Ngilu you remember for governor? Yeah, he, he no, wait, 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 wait. And that's where my wait, concern no, is. Wait, I have food wait. in my mouth. Why should I remove it? <laughs> let, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me explain. Let yes. me explain. Yes. 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 Kalonzo today yes is seen as the most senior politician in Ukambani. Yes. But Kalonzo is also the person who has stayed out of an elected office the longest. In Ukambani. In Ukambani. In Ukambani. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Yeah? But he was also in politics the longest. Yes. 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 So, we have a situation where Ngilu being a governor. Yes. And having that platform where she is now campaigning for herself and also campaigning for Raila. Yes. Gives gives her an equal racing. Yes. With a, a platform with Kalonzo. Kalonzo yes. So me in my analysis Kalonzo had to make a deal with Raila. Yes. And ensure that Ngilu is not running. So that she is not building a clout. But, but, but Ngilu is backing uh, Musila, not the Wipa candidate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see Ngilu and Kalonzo don't see eye to eye. Yes. That is that is a fact. True. Yeah, so they, and, uh, there was no way that uh, even if she steps down, mm-hmm. there's no way she is going to support. But but Malone. but, but, but Ngilu, Ngilu has built her own profile whether Kalonzo is there or not and they have always been in the opposing camps and she has succeeded. So my question is she is a sitting governor. Mm-hmm. Now in terms of Azimio winning or Kenya Kwanza winning it's a gamble. Yes. Yeah. Will she gamble to uh, desert her governor position to defend and bank on Azimio to form the next government and join uh, cabinet? or try to defend her seat and lose and Azimio to win and find a soft landing in government or uh, desert her seat now and maybe Azimio does not win so I, what I, happens I want to play the devil's advocate here yes uh, I, i'm just talking to our correspondent there and uh, of course he has no scientific way of knowing it eh? yes but vitu kwa ground azikuwa mzuri sana kwa ngilu So so <laughs> so you find I think for her it's a and I, 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 I'll, I'll show why I'm saying I think it's a, it's a, it's a wise move. Eh? Yes. I think for her 
you know every uh, every move you make yes. is a risk eh? yes. so the thing you just have to take a what you call a calculated risk mm-hmm. you would draw from the campaign at this point eh? mm-hmm. number one you lose uh, you save money mm-hmm. you save time mm-hmm. and if the ground was not really for you eh? mm-hmm. you actually save uh, that uh, that tag of you lost an election mm-hmm. i think you is one of the people who has something also lost an election has yes she? yes she has she has she has which one Governor, Governor, the first time. Oh, the first time. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, so you can see now, the point was, eh, if she's able to save face and get a seat in government, mm. better for her. If, 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 if Azimio does not win, <laughs> yes. she will have saved money mm. and time. That but she look, have, look uh, you. No, this is also, Kenya. No, this is Kenya. Rosalind. We have politicians. Yeah. Is that their language? Ma- Kenya, Kenyan politicians, Ro- is their Rosalind, language to you're, quit? You're also forgetting that the ODM party nomination list yes. or whichever or, or has not been done there's yeah. a new list uh, there's a new list maybe it's, she, it's, she, she it's might be put there it's not an azimio list but are, they are a, having a presidential candidate but political parties are submitting their nomination list is is qualified to be nominated yeah within her party oh yes within oh her party is nak Rosalind, i will remind you something that we i said in the first episode yes yeah? yes. Of yes this show <laughs> yes and uh I, I I want to go back to it and uh, if you have not listened to that first episode you can find it on uh, <laughs> ntvkenya.co.ke <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and africa yeah and I this is what I said in that episode yes in every political formation yes they are the owners of the party yes or the owners of the movement yes at this particular moment the owners of the movement in Ukambani is Raila Odinga Gilu has nothing to say as long as these two men decide that Gilu you are stepping down mm-hmm. you are going to step down mm-hmm. it's as simple as that interesting interesting <laughs> I, i i might agree with you i also disagree with you from where i sit the kenyan politi- politician language is never to give up you go up to the tail end For us to say that Ngilu will actually say after even being cleared by IBC to say that now I am quitting the race and banking my full hopes on Azimio forming the next government I think for me is almost a zero. Uh, Rosalind uh, again as uh, Ngilu ever backed a losing side She hasn't, but you never know. There's always, there's always, there's a, always a first time. time. Even William Ruto has never lost an election. Never no, lost an election. William, William, William Ruto has lost a, a referendum. But he hasn't yeah, yeah, lost yeah, 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 yeah. as an elected member. Mm. But he has backed a losing side. Yes. yes. He Actually has. twice. Yeah, twice. Yes. Uhuru Kenyatta, Uhuru Kenyatta yes. and Raila Odinga. But as an elected member... He's been consistent. Yeah, he has always won. This will be his, his litmus as, yes. as a person. This will be his litmus test to I, see if he will clinch it on the first stab <laughs> or think, not. I think that's a good topic for another day. <laughs> And a good way to end the, the, the daily the daily politics. Yes. Join us tomorrow for more tantalizing and exciting episodes yes. uh, with Rosalind, Oliver and our guests.